This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Film on Tap, where we've got the tap that never runs out. We got Nancy back, everybody. Nancy is back in the building. Her absence was certainly felt. I'm sure that she enjoyed the fact she didn't have to watch Andres and I struggle to keep track of five numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Here we go. If you're you're watching this episode, Andres has um, downloaded the the new software for Mac, and he's playing with all the webcam add-ons just let him be a kid for like 10 seconds just let it run its course (laughs) you good you got it out of your system maybe okay great (laughs) so today we've got some some fun topics to talk about some of which nancy does not care about well you know you're (laughs) the viewer or listener needs to yeah yeah the viewer or listener it's up to you. We're going to play this game, try to figure out which topic she really doesn't care about, because her goal is to try to make it seem like she cares about all of the topics. So, Nancy, are you up to the occasion? Can you try to fool them? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Well, there goes that idea. <laughs> Listeners, make your choice. All right. I'm really bad at lying. I don't know if you guys have this problem. But no, I'm like- terrible at lying. Oh, I I get like so nervous when I need to lie for some reason. I was like, I don't fucking want to. Don't I think my do whole it, body just kind of rejects the whole idea. So if like I yeah. lie, like my face just like contorts, or my body just like completely gives it away that I'm lying. I don't know. <laughs> I think it, I think it's how I grew up. It was very like, don't you better not lie. You better not lie, or else you're gonna get punished. Con la chancla. Exactly. <laughs> gonna get a pow pow. <laughs> Sure. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's it's fu- it's funny between all Latin Amer- all, all Spanish families, we know what pow pow means. <laughs> exactly. Oh god. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the translation of that in my house was like, "I'm going to count to three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you know, like every time we just be like, "Yeah, sure, go for it," and I go to one, we'd be like, "Yeah." I'm not scared. Go to go to like two. I'm like, yeah, I'm still here. I still got the balls. And then she gets to like two and a half. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> back up, back up. Yeah, we just, I don't know. We were always scared of three. You know, look, they played, they played the right game. They played the right game. They got us in check. But anyway, so today we've got a bunch of topics to talk about. The first of which is that it was recently announced since uh, the new Halloween trilogy has ended and the rights are currently being shopped around to different studios who want to do different things with the property. Um, some big names have been thrown out there. I think A24 has been thrown out there. Uh, Andres, have you heard any other studios? I feel like I heard A24 and then I feel like I heard another one. Blumhouse is one of the big ones. Uh, Blumhouse is trying to get it back. Yeah. Well, well, they never had, um, uh, what is called, um, Friday the 13th though, but like there, there's apparently like a big bidding war going on right now. And even with, uh, well, it, like, I think you're talking about it as well. The, the previous rights owners, um, new line cinema, which is Warner brothers is also trying to get in on this. So mm-hmm. yeah. And, and I think what, what was it? Parent, uh, par- I think, uh, Oh my goodness! What's the streaming company for uh, Paramount Plus? Uh, it, like, they, like they have like their own dedicated studio for Paramount Plus. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's why gotcha. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so the the rights are being shopped around, and it's kind of bringing to the you know to the surface of like, okay, well, what studio should we have? You know, uh, you know, get the rights, and like, are there any cool ideas maybe that we could think of? 
you know, for studios to do. I mean, I personally think that if A24 got the rights, I'd be very interested to see what they do with the Halloween franchise since they're very big in the horror game. Um, and I think that um, it would be really interesting um, to see. Uh, but what do you guys think? I think if A24 got their hands on the Friday the 13th franchise, I think automatically, number one, they would be in profit. And then number two, they would probably come up with something that's so freaking bug wild nuts in, in terms of what we would think of a typical right. Halloween or, or slasher in general. I mean, like it's, it's not going to be what you're expecting it to be at all. And that could be where it could be really fresh, but it could also be the thing that alienates the audience as well. But you know what? We've got over almost 40 years worth of movies now. And honestly, I'd be okay going down that route. A24 would be my favorite one out of the bunch to, to get those rights. But out of all of them, I think Blumhouse would be my least favorite. I mean, simply because yeah. we've already seen what they've done with with Halloween in particular, where they just ran that down the ground and they <laughs> like, like, uh, goodness. I mean, we discussed this on the podcast. We've reviewed all three, actually, no, um, both of the sequels. And yeah, and you can pretty much get our thoughts from there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've kind of gone in depth on that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think A24 would be cool, but I feels like, <laughs> shut up. I hate you. <laughs> Didn't even try to sell that one. <laughs> if you saw your face as you delivered that, you wouldn't have bought it for a second. Ready? Ready? Not look at the camera. <laughs> Ready? Literally, you were you were like, I think it would be pretty cool if A twenty four bought it. <laughs> I was trying not to look at the camera. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we'll I mean, we'll go on. I think the audience won yeah. already. Yeah. Well, listen. I feel like. I've so fucking over Halloween already. Like Halloween ends was a perfect title because it needs to fucking end already or they need to revamp it in a whole new way. So that's why I'm saying if they're going to do it and going to go to a different studio, I think A24 would be good because they need to, they at least have unique ideas. The downside of that is for me, A24 movies tend to be hit or miss. It's either like, oh, I fucking yeah, love this movie or what piece of crap did i just watch yeah so so it's a little bit risky but again if they're gonna do it i think that would be a, at least taking a good shot and I, they have to do something new with it because good lord halloween <laughs> ends was just yeah well yeah we don't talk about now. halloween ends well, we, we do talk <laughs> yeah. about it just not anymore <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my goodness but have you ever seen a franchise get their goodwill squandered by the second movie when I mean, I, I don't know about you, but everybody everybody who went into the original um, – I mean, not the original, but the first – the 2018 Halloween movie, like every, I've never seen so many people hyped for a Halloween movie. You know what I mean? Like I remember going to City Walk and and it was it was per, it, it, it was the perfect kind of like this is what this is what you and and your buddies all go see together. Just like two hours being scared and seeing a kick-ass uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and then – I don't know what they were thinking with that second one or that third movie in particular, but it just yeah. progressively got worse. Yeah, not, not yeah. the best. I think I think A twenty four if they had if they had uh if let's say if A twenty four had the rights to uh Halloween ends, I think they would have done something similar, but it would have been a little more satisfying and a little more um 
a, a, little, a little more satisfying, but also a little more daring as well, too, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I'm definitely got a, a poor taste in my mouth after the last one. Oh, my God. I just it definitely needs some new hands. I don't think Blumhouse should have it back. I, I honestly just think uh, some other studio should take a crack at it. I just think it needs some new blood. Um, but what's that? Cause I, I like the lore. I like the mythology. I think you can still make good Halloween movies, but yeah, expectations are super low now after that last trilogy and it doesn't, um, give me big hopes for the new exorcist movie. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Don't say that. I did, but, <laughs> but I did. <laughs> I will say I'm sad that it's not on Friday the 13th anymore. So sorry. Stupid. Yeah. You can still go see it on Friday the 13th. Yeah. If you want. That is true. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. wait. I don't want to wait a whole week. What am I talking about? Well, I mean, the, I know the new Goosebumps show comes out on Friday the 13th. So There's yeah. a new Goosebumps show? Yeah, Justin Long's Disney in plus. it. Plus. <gasps> barbarian fame. Excited. <laughs> now I'm excited about it. Yep. I, I feel like it could be pretty good. But anyway, uh, moving on to today's trailers, we got a couple fun ones to talk about. The first of which is the new Matthew Vaughn action comedy, Argyle, which stars Henry Cavill, uh, Dua Lipa, surprisingly, uh, Sam Rockwell, and I feel like I'm missing one other person. Totally blanking on uh, it. Uh, one person? I mean, like, it's... Oh, I, I, oh Brian Cranston. <laughs> Brian Cranston's in it. <laughs> Keep going. No, you go. <laughs> <laughs> now you turn. O'Hara, Catherine O'Hara, Bryce Dallas Howard, okay. um, Samuel yep. L. Jackson, Sophia Batella. Like it's 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 so packed. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's got a jam packed cast. Um, I did not. I feel like I did not know the plot of this movie at all because going into this trailer, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, Henry Cavill, Matthew Vaughn action movie. Fuck yeah. And even though he had a weird ass haircut, I was like, I'm in. Let's go. Let's do this thing. (laughs) Um, And then it was just not at all what I expected to be. It kind of looks like uh, like a version of like the Lost City, like if Matthew Vaughn made the Lost City, Uh um, which I'm kind of digging. I don't know. I feel like this trailer, like I know a lot of people are hating on it, but I feel like it looks fun. I feel like it looks like a fun Matthew Vaughn movie. I don't know. Maybe I'm in maybe I'm in the minority. Yeah. I don't know. No, I think if you like The Lost City, you're probably gonna like this. And I was the exact same way, but had the exact opposite reaction. When you guys told me to watch this trailer, I was like, All right, this looks like a very generic action movie, like not really interesting. And then it cuts to, you know, the actual plot of it. And I was like, Oh fuck yeah, this looks great. It looks way more outlandish than The Lost City, which I think I'll thoroughly yeah. enjoy. So, yeah, no, this looks like a good one. Oh, okay. Well, that's happy. I feel a little bit less alone now in the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Andres? Did you like it? Oh, I dug it. I, oh, I was, Look at that. I, I, was, I, was, I was very just kind of like, wait a minute. A Henry Cavill movie with Matthew Vaughn? I not know that. And then all of a sudden you keep going on with the trailer. And then it's like Sam Rockwell playing a spy again. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen Mr. Mr. Right. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. Literally, that, that's literally the vibe I got. For, that's why I want to see it so bad because it looks like he's kind of channeling the same kind of character and I'm so in. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And, and it's one that's of those such an underrated like, movie. Such an underrated that's movie. Is that the one with Anna Kendrick? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I haven't seen that in forever. Such a good movie. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. And, it, and it's just so wacky in terms of the humor and the tone and all that other stuff. And then you're just like, hmm, and it all, and it all just tends to work. And, and and it all hangs on Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick and that. But getting that vibe in this trailer, but instead of it being a hitman and it's actually a spy espionage thriller. And what I love about this movie is that 
you could watch the trailer for this and nothing is given to you. Like, like you don't even know what the movie is about. Like even they tell you that when you see the movie and when you see the twist, don't let the cat out of the bag. And I'm like, Oh, this is brilliant. This is a brilliant way to sell the movie. Uh So February, um, I'm there. I'm there. And I remember we just went to go see saw X, um, this past week and the trailer premiered in front of it. And Jen's face was just like, everybody's everybody I love is in this movie. And just seeing everybody's reaction to it was fantastic. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. And Matthew Vaughn is one of those people that like, despite whatever you may feel about the second Kingsman movie or even uh, the third Kingsman movie. (laughs) I mean, it's one of those things where Matthew Vaughn will always take a big swing in terms of his directorial stuff. And this is just something that just looks definitely along the lines of that. And I'm very excited to see this. (laughs) Yeah. And the action looks very quintessential Matthew Vaughn, where it looks like really well done, really well choreographed, super fun and energetic. I mean, especially that sequence on the train looked fantastic. I was like, yeah, I'm fucking in. Is is it just me or, or did, or did, I mean, honestly, like at first, before it said Matthew Vaughn, it kind of felt like a Guy Ritchie movie in those scenes with Cavill and John Cena. And mm. then when it cuts to all the stuff that's outside. Oh, yeah, we forgot to s- mention John Cena. I know. Yes. I was just thinking that. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, John Cena is Well, I mean, it. in our defense, you can't see him. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh. <laughs> Look, I had to do that. <laughs> they have matching hair, which cracks me up. Okay, I want to know what bet he lost to John have that Cena? haircut. Or no, Henry Cavill. Oh, I was like, because John Cena's had that for a while. So. No, John Cena's had that haircut for a while. Henry Cavill, I don't know. Just they, what? They, <laughs> Maybe they're I, trying I, to make him look like twinsies. Like, look I, I don't like know. John Cena. I, I, will, I will be willing to bet you that they probably were like, we need him to look like an action figure come to life because there is that moment in the trailer when you see um, Bryce Dallas Howard is signing and there's a statue of him in the background and it looks so weird as well. Like, I, I like, yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever they do, Matthew Vaughn is the type of director that he is willing to experiment with stuff like, let's say Michael Fassbender uh, in drag in X-Men first class. Like, you know what I mean? Like he, he's willing to go out there with certain things. So, I'm I'm very much looking forward to seeing what what they what they do in this. <laughs> I feel like when I first saw like the first like production still of this movie and you saw his Henry Cavill's haircut, I was like, look what they did to my boy. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh no, my boy. I was in my back of my mind. I was like, I hope this is a good movie. <laughs> For the sake of his hair, I hope this is a good fucking movie. <laughs> I, I, I'll be willing to bet that this is if if it's not good, it's going to be a memorable one. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, we shall see when it hits right. theaters in February. But before this movie hits theaters in November, we've got a brand new Disney movie and finally an original Disney movie hit in theaters. We don't got another live action remake, at least for now. Um, and this is the the new movie Wish, which finally got its big trailer uh, this past week. We got our biggest look at the movie yet. What do we think about this big look at Wish? Do we like it? Do we not like it? Are we excited? Are we eh about it? Let us know. Go for it. Uh, for me, I think I think it's kind of too early to tell if, if what my feelings are on this, only because of the fact I feel like I'm kind of suffering from a little bit of um, Disney fatigue, if that makes any sense. In terms of some of the CGI movies, I mean, like, I mean, like Elemental was 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 a nice little surprise, but 
I don't know why, but like I'm 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 just I'm just not feeling this one nearly <laughs> as much. Trying to watch you process your thoughts. <laughs> da, 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 da. Saying, I don't know, man. Just just a, it. it's like, I don't know, you know, man. I just I don't I don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you can just say eh about a trailer and I, that's but, yeah exactly i feel like you were I'm, trying your best to just not say okay i just kind of think it's eh yeah I, that's where i'm at with this i feel like i watched it and i was like okay just it, there's nothing that stands out about it nothing that's special about it just seems eh now i will say i said the exact same thing about elemental and i watched it recently yeah, like, elemental is delightful i was like mm-hmm. this is it's delightful. But see, that's the thing. That's the thing I always yeah. say about Disney movies, especially mm-hmm. Pixar movies, is that their trailers are always very underwhelming and kind of mediocre. That, and I always give it the benefit of the doubt because usually the movies end up being a lot better. Um, yeah. So I'm willing to do the same with Wish because I feel the same where I felt like this trailer was very eh, where I wasn't really wowed by it. I mean, visually it looks nice, but like story-wise, I feel like we've kind of seen something like this before. We have Alan Tudyk doing like <laughs> the same voice he's done in like so many other movies. Yeah. And it just kind of looks, it looks fine. And I don't know, for me, Chris Pine's voice does not match his character and it was kind of taking me out of it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why, but anytime I hear uh, Alan Tudyk talking about this movie, in particular, he's done he's done the voice on like on like the the press tours and stuff like that over at D twenty three, and like it just sounds like Clayface to me. <laughs> Clayface and, and, from Harley Quinn. It Quid. also kind of sounds like sounds like King Candy a little bit to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love King Candy. <laughs> Sorry, random. I just King Candy. No, I love that movie. I love him. That's one of my favorite like animated villains. <laughs> Yeah, he reminds me. Sorry, going off topic, but the, uh, King Candy. The voice he uses for King Candy reminds me of the guy from Mary Poppins, that where they visit him and he they like float to the ceiling. Uh, I wish I could remember his name. If anyone remembers his name, let me know. But that is always what it reminded me of, and that's why I liked King Candy. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, right, so, so wish. We'll, yeah, yeah, so, so yeah, wish. I feel like I wish it was a better trailer. I feel like that's the consensus <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> Holding that one in, Tom. Just didn't not, not really. It. it took me three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it kind of just looks at least as of now looks a little bit looks a little bit mediocre. But we'll see. Maybe it ends up being delightful, like Elemental was, because Elemental took me by surprise by how much I enjoyed that movie. So maybe it's just a poor trailer. And when is Wish coming out? It's November, right? Yeah, November. Yeah. Okay, so it's 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 priming itself up for for that uh, frozen uh, territory. Yeah, I think it's that's... coming out like right by Thanksgiving, so it's trying to target the frozen uh, release. Well, because everyone's be... going to be home, everyone's going to watch movies with their family. I bet you that's when my parents are going to be like, "Let's go watch it." That's how they <laughs> oh, yeah. sucker you in. Yeah. <laughs> And my ass is going to be seeing Napoleon that weekend. <laughs> is that when it comes out? No, yeah, it comes Napoleon. out around the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I hope that's good. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so th- th- that's our thoughts on Wish. But it's time for the main event, people. It's time to get down to the nitty gritty. The big event that came out this past weekend, and that was Saw X, the latest installment in the long running Saw franchise. Yes, it is back from the dead again for another installment. <laughs> this time, we're getting a sequel that takes place between the first and second movie chronologically, thus confirming that this franchise knows that the biggest mistake it ever made was killing John Kramer in the third movie. <laughs> Because they have done everything that they can to keep him around, whether it's flashbacks (laughs) or sequels or sequels that take place between 
<laughs> this movie and that movie. They they yeah, just want to. What is yeah. Saw 3D? Like I so I only got to the third movie, so I'm still so, no, so confused. Saw 3D was just like the last movie. But the funny part is about um, Saw 3D is that I I, I know so I saw like a post of someone who owns the DVD, and even on the DVD they had no idea what Nothing. to call it. So literally, I think like on the the cover it says like Saw 3D, and then they look at the disc and it says Saw Seven, and then they load the disc menu and it says Saw the Final Chapter. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so that it's like, was the final chapter. That was supposed Supposedly. to be the last one. Oh. Yeah. But, okay. but 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 then they released that back in I think uh twenty twenty ten or something like that. It was and a then long time ago, yeah. And, and then the franchise didn't come out with a with another sequel until like eight years later with Jigsaw, and then it was then spiral. spiral. Yeah. But is Which, John in Saw three D? In flashbacks, I think. Yeah, the, oh, he, uh, yeah. Okay, Tobin. that's why I was confused because I was looking all of them up and I saw that one and I thought it was the third one. Yeah, after the like, third movie, no. he was in like a, I think uh, a bunch of them, just like in flashbacks. No, he's in okay. he's in all of them except for um, he's in all of them except for Spiral. That that's the one where they tried to yeah, as flashbacks though. No, no, not even right. in flashbacks and Spiral. Yeah, he's not in it at no, all. No, 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 in, no, no, no. I'm saying if he's oh, in all yeah. of them. But after three, I'm assuming it'd have to be flashbacks. Yes. Yeah. Because he's it's, done dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. They they made it clear in the beginning of four where you're like, no. holy okay. crap. <laughs> See, I haven't watched that one yet. Yeah. Oh, but it's okay. nice, though, that the uh, the producers literally recently admitted it's like, yeah, we we messed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, the if, in case you guys don't know, the, the plot of the film, it takes place, like I said, between the first and second movie. And this is, you know, shortly after, you know, John gets diagnosed with his brain tumor, this brain cancer that is inoperable and that is terminal. And he decides to get this experimental treatment down in Mexico. And it's supposed to be this miracle procedure. And he thinks he gets operated on. But what he finds out is that it's actually a scam and that he was never even operated on at all. So what he decides to do is get revenge on all those involved in the scam and torture them in his classic jigsaw fashion. And then, then you got your saw movie people. So let's talk about it. We're going to be talking spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, you're definitely not going to want to watch or listen to the rest of this episode. But if you have seen it, definitely stick around for this, some good spoiler filled discussion. So before we hop into spoiler territory, let's just talk you know, generally about what we thought about the movie first and kind of our history with the Saw franchise, if we have seen all of them or maybe just some of them, um, to kind of give our viewers and listeners a little backstory of our history with the Saw movies. Let's start with Nancy, because I don't think you've seen all of them. I'm pretty sure you just no. like <laughs> you yeah. just said that. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen the first three. So I originally saw the first one in theaters, and then I saw the second one a long time ago. So I decided to watch the first three over again. Um, the first one's still great. I love it. Still holds up. I love the plot twist to it. And it honestly, it's so weird. I get so like excited when the plot twist happens, even <laughs> though I know <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, that music just gets me hyped every time. Even if the yes. twist sucks, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Charlie clouds are of X, X, um, freaking yeah. um, uh, nine inch nails guys. So there you go. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like even if the freaking plot twist just doesn't make sense, I'm just like, <laughs> we, we all go, we all go to see a saw movie just to hear hello yeah. Zep in the theater. <laughs> it's just the best. It really is the best. Or even if you know what the plot twist is, it's like, I, I love it. It's, it's like Saul coming from a while away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so love the first one. Second one was actually not that bad. Third one got a little wacky, 
um, but not too bad. So I was prepping for for this one, and I was I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was going to be shit because <laughs> there you go, put it bluntly. Because <laughs> you know, I've heard from you guys that they're so hit or miss, and I was also yeah. thinking, how is this going to hit with you know making this movie so many years later, but it's supposed to be back at the beginning. Um, I really like what they did with it. It was a different Saw movie to me, yet still had those basic elements that I love about the franchise. You know, you have the banger <laughs> hit of the Saw music coming in. You have What's-His-Face the doll on the fucking little bike. Billy love the it. Yes, Billy. Love him. Uh, and you have the, the great flashbacks where – you know, they'll reveal something. They're like, let us show you how it happened. And then they go back mm. and show you. Um, so, yeah, I really liked it. I was pleasantly surprised. Holy gore. This movie was gross, just like it should be. Yep. And so, yeah, that's that is what makes a great Saw movie. Um, I will say I would have liked him to keep a little bit more mystery, I guess. Like, stay true to his character in that sense um which we'll get into more later but overall i think it was a great movie it wasn't perfect but with these movies i feel like you can't take them too seriously go in expecting a gory movie with some fun and you'll be fine all right there we go we got our first positive review on the board how about you andre yeah um my experience with the saw franchise is Saw has been a movie that's been very near and dear to me because honestly, it's truly one of those movies that inspired me to go to film school because of hearing James Wan, James Wan and Lee Winnell's story where they basically they graduated film school and they literally wrote a script and then the script just happened to get picked up by somebody over in, in Australia and they shipped it out to the U.S., it's it's literally just some it's literally just one of those stories that when you are a film school student, you are just sitting there wondering, man, you know what? I would love for this to get picked up, play at a film fest, and then it, and then the audience connects with it. So truly, the first saw was was kind of a big inspiration for me to go to film school as well. So this franchise has been near and dear to me, despite how awful some of the movies do get after a little bit i love the first one um the second one gets a little you know like like nancy's saying i I do still dig the second one gets a little cartoony third one definitely starts to get a little cartoony and then four four five and six i mean even though i do like six four five six seven just feels like it it, 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 just, it just feels like they, they plant so many seeds that they sometimes almost feel like they're forgetting to pay off. And then Jigsaw, I kind of felt, was just trying so hard to be different. And then Spiral, I just thought that that was for, – for me, it was a complete misfire in every capacity. I mean like you know yeah. the whole thing with Darren Bowsman going like, oh, Jigsaw has never targeted cops before. It's like – did this guy not watch – did he not watch the movies he directed <laughs> where, where it's like, oh, Donnie yeah. Wahlberg, he wasn't a cop? They didn't They didn't target him? Oh, all right, whatever, okay. But this one, I will say I did not need another Saw movie after Spiral. And this one, right from the trailer, I was like, okay, they've got me here. And dare I say it, this might be one of the best Saw movies that they've ever made. And then, honestly, on top of that, I would say this is probably the best sequel that they've ever done, hands down. 
Well, yeah. Okay. So I really I enjoyed this one quite a bit. It's not perfect. It's 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 a lot of fun though, but it's very back to basics for for the franchise. I would say it's less concerned about about the big twist at the end and more concerned about getting you to sort of empathize with 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 John Kramer to a certain extent, which you know even though he's doing all these terrible things, you still can't help but root for him more than you're rooting for the scam artist. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I like, think that's like, what makes it different from like the rest of the movies. Mm-hmm. I also feel like it's so hard to top the first movie's twist. Like, how yeah. do you, t- yeah, that, you, you can't, Oh, uh, that yeah, was just, you, you just so, I remember being in theaters to be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like so shocked. Though and I will say the uh, the twist in the second movie I thought was actually really good too because that oh, it was, I that was so, so funny. I thought it was oh, so yeah. well done and then like yeah. especially if you like you know I think you were rewatching it yeah. <laughs> like over the weekend <laughs> and, and like there's that part where like uh, Donnie Wahlberg asked him like where's my son <laughs> and then it, like he's just like he's in a safe place <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's literally in a fucking safe <laughs> I know I was like oh, I, get I was it. like it must be fun to be he's Jigsaw silly. sometimes <laughs> just fucking with people you silly you silly little serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and, and 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 apparently Tobin Bell has has one rule for every single one of the movies, is that no matter what happens in any single one of the movies, um, he made the stipulation that Jigsaw never lies. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, he never really he never really lies in the franchise either. Like like you know he 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 just leads you down a path, but also at the same time he's so devious in terms of just the reveals at the end that. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun just trying to see if if Toby, if uh, Jigsaw is lying or not throughout most of the series. So yeah, that's uh, yeah yeah no he's he's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean I kind of have a very similar history with. So I mean I used to love the, you know the event of the year Saw movies back like when this franchise when it was in its heyday because they would pretty much make like one a year or one every the, other year yeah. like they've turned them around fast. Yeah, the the tagline was if yeah. it's Halloween it's Saw. <laughs> yeah, and I used to just love seeing them with my friends. It would be a huge deal every single year. I'd be so amped regardless of what I thought of the previous movie, but. Yeah, after Saw 3D and then Jigsaw and then Spiral, it just I really had no faith left for this franchise, regardless of them bringing back people that have worked on previous movies before. And this one especially I was very apprehensive about because it was being written by the same guys who did Spiral and Jigsaw. And I was like, okay, great. And then it's being directed by, you know, Kevin Grudert, who did Saw 6, which is great. But then he also did Saw 3D, which sucks. So it's just kind of like, okay, well, let's see where this ends up. Um, But I was shocked by how much I enjoyed this movie. And it like, you know, I I, was getting all the good reviews over the course of the week. I was like, oh, shit. It's like, are we going to get a good Saw movie? I was like, oh, my God. All right, cool. Um, But I think what you hinted at that I think is the reason why this movie works so well is that it's not this convoluted mess like, you know, the later entries in the franchise was. It's simple. It's taken back to basics. We're focusing on John Kramer, his journey. We get to know him a lot better and like what kind of informs his mythology and why he performs these, you know, tests on his victims. Um, And I thought that it was like the best look we got at him yet, which I thought just made him even more fascinating. Yes, some people might say, okay, well, you're kind of ruining the mystique of Jigsaw, but I actually like getting to know him better because I just always found him to be fascinating. And Tobin Bell is so good in this role and the fact that he had so much to work with here was fantastic. And I thought he was phenomenal in this movie. And I thought that this was his best performance as jigsaw yet. And seeing Amanda come back, that was great. Yeah. Seeing, seeing their um, kind of mentor mentee relationship. I loved seeing them back in the fold. That was awesome. Uh, and the traps were awesome. 
I thought the traps were great. They're simple. And this is the, someone pointed out, it's like, this is the first movie where you can actually understand where he got the materials for his traps. Cause it's like in a factory. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. all I found. Guess that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, Oh, this is, this makes sense of how he could find all these things. Meanwhile, like in the, the later sequels, you're like, okay, this is so elaborate. Where the fuck did you get this stuff? <laughs> and and, and, and there, when did you have the time to build any of this? <laughs> and, and you, and you, and finally in the film, there is not necessarily the massive jump in logic in terms of how did he manage to get all these people together? How did he find this warehouse? Right, it's like, yeah. no, th- th- this is all stuff that's all established right off the bat and yeah, stuff right. in the first act comes back around in the third act in the big bad way. And it's just, it's, it's it's probably the, the 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 probably the best thought out of all the movies, but it's because they stopped like like they, like they they weren't trying to they weren't trying to outsmart the audience this time. They were just like you know yeah. what we're just going to tell just really straightforward story. Go back to basics, and that's what you got. Yeah, and, and I really liked how in this one you actually like see like a couple of people actually like get through their traps. It wasn't like just everyone dies. Like there are some people who actually like succeed like I, like especially that one guy who has like the bombs attached to his arm i was like that was oh, gnarly yeah. but i also loved how like simple that was like he literally just has to try to like cut it out of his arm and it's yeah. so gruesome and it's just oh it was just like okay yes this is this is what saw is it makes you want to squirm it makes you want to look away but it's still like weirdly compelling it's like a you know you just can't look take your eyes off yeah. of it um well, and i, I liked how also- every trap felt like that well, I I think also I don't know about you, but for me the the compelling part of it is would I be able to escape these? <laughs> you know, would I actually <laughs> do these to keep myself alive? There are some that I I'm like I I think I could do that, and there's others like oh fuck no, there's no other way. Yeah, I, I think there's die. only I think there's only one I could probably get out of in this entire movie. <laughs> okay. So which- Okay, yeah. let's talk spoilers because I want to know okay. which one. I think I, well, we already went into spoilers. <laughs> well, we went into like semi spoilers. Um, weirdly enough, I think I could do the sawing my leg off one. I think that I one I can't do. I don't think I, think I, could, I could. I don't that. think I could get through that one. No, no, no. That that one I absolutely would be able to. Be, I would absolutely be able to do that one. You should do quick. Yeah, but 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 the thing is that she actually does do it pretty quickly too. You're just like, oh my god, no, he takes too much time. Like I can't do it. Like you gotta decide and go, otherwise you're dead. Mm-hmm. Would you and guys? I kept thinking I was like, maybe give him four minutes. You know, that's. Would you guys survive the one where you had to like okay. take the piece of brain tissue out of his oh, head? Oh hell no, hell okay, no! See, I wouldn't I be able to do that one. I could do it, but I don't think I would be able to i don't think i'd be able to fucking figure it out that's my problem i think i'm like okay i'm brave enough to do it but i'm like where the fuck is no that is exactly my problem because you ever have like a pair of scissors and you're trying to like cut like a piece of your hair and you can't yes. figure out where the hair that's yes. my problem yes. <laughs> that's why no, i would fail that I trap my, my, my problem with the brain one would be like i would be afraid of like cutting a piece and then being like do what now? What am I doing here again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh my goodness. But here's the thing that that's so weird though. And Jen brought this up as soon as we got out of the movie. It's like, they gave these people three minutes and yet they gave Dr. Gordon and Adam six hours to do essentially w- one thing that was even easier than all the rest of them. If that makes any sense. It well, was just like, you have to think about it well, this time. This time it was like a revenge <laughs> thing. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's and, also true. And also, I feel like with that one, there was a lot more like hidden clues, and I feel like there was a lot more steps that they had to get through. And there was two people that had to work together. It was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, oddly enough, I think the one I wouldn't be able to do would be like breaking my hand and my that's, foot. To that's get the one out. I think I could do. <laughs> I I don't know what it is. I I don't think I could. One, I'm f- a weakling. So I feel like I'd be hitting and not doing anything and just like pass out from the pain. Something about like having to break it. I don't know. I, I just but you could cut your it. own leg off. Yeah, but I could cut. Yeah, I could do that. Easy. Walk me through this. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I asked you guys in the group chat if you're stuck in a bear trap. I don't know. I feel like your logic is it's confusing me. Sign off. See, see, but oh my goodness! But w- with that trap in particular, there was something about that one. The second that the second that uh, I forget what her name is, C- Celia was like, "Don't, don't do the one on your hand. Do the one on your leg first, because then you'll swing." I'm like, that doesn't make sense. If you do the one on, on, on when you're hanging, you fall straight down to the ground. You're good. Mm, yeah. Yeah, b- because because I don't know yeah. about that. Because I feel like she was, had she busted her hand off, she would have literally fall straight down to the ground, even if she even if her leg was chained. Didn't she go for her leg first? She went for yeah, she was she was about that. to. She was about to go for her leg, and then Celia told her, "No, go for your hand first, because then no, sorry, go no, for your, other go, way. Yeah, other way. Go." For, she was about to do the the arm, and then Celia said, "No, do the leg first, because then you'll swing out of the way." And it's like, but I, I bought that. I don't know. I, I mean, I bought that. But, but is saying I would, if she would have done her hand first, she would have fallen to the ground, and so she would have been out of the way of the thing. But I'm sure Jigsaw. No, no but no, but he kept like, sure repos- like he kept repositioning the thing, so it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, that's it, what I'm saying. He, I'm he, sure he would have been able been to like, reposition that thing all the way down the floor. He is an engineer; he could figure just it out. Angle it. <laughs> he made a reverse bear trap. I think he could figure out how to aim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking, oh, I was like, I wouldn't want to fucking fall to the floor and then still have to break my ankle. You know, mm-hmm. I just want to fall and be done. That was my thought behind it. <laughs> but also, too, I was I was uh, talking to Cotton and Jadoyan yesterday. I'm a very visual learner. And so when people give me instructions vocally, I'm like, uh-huh, got it, got it. And as soon as they're done, I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like I don't remember. So I feel like when I feel like even with the leg thing, I'm like, okay, where am I supposed to get the bone marrow from? Like, what do I do again? I'd be asking so many questions. I need five repeats of the directions. See, I'd be dead. See, I I would have like like the second that the leg was about to fall off, I would have just probably just tried to grab the the piece that was about to fall off and then get the bone marrow from that. Mm. But yeah, but. <laughs> but like I remember the second Gross. the the second that the that the leg fell, uh, me and Jed were just like, ah, oh, you could have just got that. <laughs> uh, you know, it's hard to think when you're sawing your own leg off. Yeah. Oh yeah, Lawrence Gordon was able to do it. <laughs> oh god, but I mean, I feel like the one that was like brutal to watch was the uh, like bloodboarding one, the one where it was like him and the kid. Oh yeah, no holla. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, 
Yeah. But, he, but that kid earned that money. He earned yeah. that money. Oh, yeah. And he pulled it to save him. I was like, oh, look at that. But see, like, that <laughs> also, like, shows some humanity for John where he's like, yeah, I would never do this mm-hmm. to a kid ever. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think that's what I liked about it is it very it humanized him. And so you're rooting for him throughout the movie. Whereas in the first one, you're like, man, this sick son of a bitch. Why would he do this? But in this one, it's like, no, most that lady was awful. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I mean, oh, kudos, God. honestly, kudos uh, to that actress because I wanted her yeah. to suffer so much. And I was really yes. bummed that we didn't get to see that actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh I'll be gosh. willing to bet you that because this movie is is already semi in profit right now, it, it didn't cost that much to make. Oh, yeah, so. it cost 13 million and made like 18 this weekend. Yeah. So they're already in profit right now. And honestly, I would yeah, be shocked yeah, this if we one didn't made the get most since one. Saw 3D. Yeah, <laughs> made made the most um, made the most sense in thirteen years. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I just if there's another one, please just open it up with her. Just like I don't know, burnt alive or <laughs> just like <laughs> just she really deserved a gruesome there. death. And I was like really bummed that we just left her with her head hanging out a window. I was like, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I That's all she gets after being like a ma- like just the worst person imaginable. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, because like. You know, his whole thing is that you're supposed to appreciate your life after because you've had to go through this gruesome thing to keep yourself alive. And it's almost like, oh, well, if I could do that, then everything else is gravy. Um, But I wonder (laughs) what happens when they escape and then there's like a horrible human being still. Does he go after them again? He should. Well, he did go after Amanda again. Mm, No, he didn't. Didn't. Yeah. Wait. No, because the twist is that she's working with him. She she is working with him, but the reason why he he um he targeted her again, or at least or at least tried to take him under the wing, was because she was she like like they say in the second one, she wasn't being nice to herself at the end of the day, and you know she was squandering that life again. So and he's just so it's sort of like the the for lack of a better word, the, the recruitment um, mode more than anything else, where it's like, listen, if you're going to waste your life, you're going to waste it doing this. All right. Sure. I don't know if that's accurate. I don't know how accurate that is, but, yeah. but, but the other thing too is um, we haven't really brought this up too much, but the relationship between uh, John Kramer and, and Amanda, I thought was, as strong as it ever was. And they actually yeah, gave time to establish it and sort of show the dynamic between the two and sort of really show exactly how much Amanda really does care about John at the end of the day and how she would even agree to be like the protege going forward. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also thought it was very interesting that uh, she really felt bad for the one victim who was like a drug addict because like mm-hmm. she saw herself in her and was like trying to kind of like delay her getting her test or whatever. I thought that was really interesting too. Oh yeah. And, and it also just even sets up the, um, uh, so Nancy, you saw the third one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it kind of does like, what I love about this one is that they also set up certain jokes or certain moments in three where you're just like, Oh, uh, all right. I, like, like, they built up payoffs in, in Saw X that when you watch three, you're like, oh, now I see where Amanda sort of got her ideas for the inescapable traps. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like she like at, like after the events of this movie, you sort of see exactly how she could have developed that 
you know what? Sometimes there's just certain people that you just can't let go or and certain people that just don't deserve to live after this. And there was also that moment where John Kramer, um, right when he's about to get the, the brain transplant in three, and then uh, the, the surgeon just kind of goes, all right, are you ready for this? This is going to be the worst pay you ever felt. And then he sort of has this look on his face where he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, like, like sort of as if he, he's getting sort of as if he's like, yeah, I've kind of been through this before. Let's see if it actually does happen type of thing. So mm-hmm. I just thought it was just really great little moments that they build up in X that actually pay off in later films. So, yeah, I mean, again, not not like big, big, big things where it kind of feels like, oh, we planned this joke a long time ago. It's just like small, like little nods and hints, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, the only thing about the movie that I wasn't like in love with was the let's say so-called twist about the the main bad woman's, I guess, boyfriend or partner uh, in crime yeah. being revealed. I was like, yeah, that was pretty fucking obvious. But OK. Yeah. That was fine. I was like, all right. And then like uh, Jigsaw's like very long con with them. Like I didn't fully like buy. I felt like they took like unnecessary risks, like with this gun that they kind of like planted around. I was like, ah, I was like, all right. It's <laughs> like, yeah. okay. Well, didn't he take the bullets out though? He no, took the gunpowder out. Yeah. But then, yeah. He took the gunpowder out. So, so he like made them think nice. that they had the power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder though, you know, if they, if they do make another one, do you feel that they need to kind of stop relying on like the big twist at the end or make it, I don't know, or go a different direction with it? Because I feel like how much more, how many more twists can you do? You know, it feels know. like I there feel hasn't like- been a big payoff for them. I feel like at this point, because this one was successful, I think they're going to like stay in this kind of like in between movies timeline that they've kind of mm. created now. I think because they see see that this one's successful with like Tobin Bell still being around. So like maybe the next one takes place between Saw 2 and Saw 3. And, mm, you know, the next one yeah. takes place between Saw 3 and Saw 4. So you still see like familiar characters. You see maybe new ones. Because I think that'll keep fans engaged. Because I think what they're probably going to take away from this is that people don't really want to see a new Jigsaw. People don't really want to see people they haven't seen before for the most part. I feel like they're going to try to stay in this kind of realm. And I feel like it's just going to make the timeline more and more convoluted. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Cause this I franchise already it. has a crazy timeline. <laughs> They should have think- gone the Lion King route. Saw what one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Saw what and a half. <laughs> yeah, pretty I much. Mean, honestly, I think they have one movie left in them before before they just have to do a complete, complete, complete reboot of of everything. Like this is actually the one franchise that has not gotten rebooted yet. Shockingly mm-hmm. enough, because so- it's just like who are you going to get to voice Jigsaw I other know, than Tobin Bell? Like that so voice iconic. is it. You know, yeah, like it just. Yeah. Like, because I feel like they tried to do it with Jigsaw and it didn't work because it sucked. And I feel like that was like kind of our taste of what it would be like. Same with Spiral. It's like someone else trying to basically be Jigsaw and it doesn't work. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that that twist. We, God, that was such a such a terrible movie. I still got to watch yeah, it. Don't get me started. Don't <laughs> I'm still going to watch it. Oh, oh, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's one of those where I'm like, yeah, you could still watch it. We could, we could probably show on it all day and you probably would still watch it because it's, there's, it's, there's just something about even if a movie is terrible, you need to experience it for yourself. And I don't think, and even still, I don't think you are going to be prepared for how bad it is as well. I'm also a completionist, <laughs> a you know, I went one through three. I got, and I saw 10. I got to finish it now. 
Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I also thought it was very interesting that uh, Kevin Gruder directed it and he also served as like the editor on the movie and he also edited like the first three or four Saw movies yeah. um, in general. So it's very interesting when the director actually also edits his own movie. Um, but I thought he like he really has a good handle of like what the tone and visual look of Saw should be, like how shot should be framed, how the camera should move, how it should be edited. Like this one felt like a classic Saw movie. Like it really did feel like it you know, uh, could have been released back in the day, like in between those movies, like it fits perfectly. Um, and I also feel like he did a great job kind of putting this film together while making it feel familiar, but also different, like, especially like the first, you know, half hour, 45 minutes when we're just like with John Kramer and there's no like traps or anything yet. It feels very different. It's interesting, but it definitely feels different. And then we slowly kind of ease into what we know and love and it feels earned if that makes sense. So I felt like it was a nice balance. Yeah. yeah, Craig was, um, telling me a story i don't know if it was him specifically or maybe someone else editing as well but i guess they were editing from their home uh or maybe in a studio or something but anyways yeah. someone called the cops on them because they thought yeah they were that was murdering the first movie yeah. yeah uh which is amazing. or no and i think that was actually this movie <laughs> no yeah no it's this movie yeah, yeah, this one. yeah. Uh, it was the eyeball scene uh that he was editing and so someone called the cops thinking he was murdering <laughs> someone this is, is why you, i love it this is why you go to a studio, guys. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah I, I when I was rewatching the the first movie this past week, <laughs> I think it was like the next day. My dad was like, "What the fuck were you watching last?" Night? <laughs> and I was like, oh, "I was rewatching Saw." He's like, "Oh, is that what all that screaming was?" I'm like, "What else did you think it was?" <laughs> He's like, "Look, I just think that you're, you know, <laughs> coming into your own. You're developing hobbies." <laughs> oh God, you're the new Saw. Yes. Oh my God. I'm a, I could I'm create so many now. traps for <laughs> my dad. That would just be so stupid. <laughs> I just, just feel like, just be like, uh, I'd be, I had to hide the Netflix password for him and put him to the test. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Have you, have you ever seen Living with Jigsaw? Yes, it's amazing. Yeah, no, it's Jane. It's 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 basically Jane. just if um if the jigsaw puppet if you were roommates with the jigsaw puppet where all of a sudden he's just like doing like all these like really really awful things and like oh, one so of the things funny. is that he's like hello you're you're on your way to work I force fed the your car keys to your dog so what are you gonna do are you gonna be late for the fourth time this week or are you gonna sacrifice your best friend <laughs> so freaking funny I, I think the best one is when he gets called into like HR and they're like saying you gotta stop with all the traps or whatever and then like he chains all of their like feet to the desk and he's like will you free your feet from the chains or will you synergize <laughs> it's just like so fucking funny and then like when he's getting the whole spiel from them just the, like the little bit he's like uh yeah uh, 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 <laughs> of course uh it's just, it's just so fucking funny they're, they're so like those shorts are so really well done that um they were on the, the the directors were on project green light with those shorts and oh. unfortunately they weren't even picked for that i mean they i i i I remember they went in for the meeting and you're just like, oh, man, you know, you're you're just kind of rooting for these guys. But then at the end, it's just like, ah, you know, I, it's a reality show at the end of the day. They're not going to get picked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but at the end of the day here, my main question for you guys is after watching this one and we all seem to have liked it. Um, would you want to see another Saw movie? Or are you kind of just happy with this one in your mind, maybe being the last one? Mm, I think. I think, uh, I don't know. I feel like a part of me does want another one. It's one of those things where it's like, ah, you finally get a good one. 
where it's like yeah. we want another one. But then sometimes that's a pitfall because it's like, oh no, we should have we should have stopped. My bad. Like it was, it yeah. would have ended well there. I think for me, it would have to go a little bit of a different route. Because like I said, I feel like they're trying really hard to do these like twist endings and relive or redo what was done in the first one. And it's just not paying off. So I feel like we need something different or you need to find some way to make that twist better. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would say, I think they got one, one more in them. And I think it's, it's done because Tobin Bell is almost is 80 years old now. And how long could he possibly keep doing these movies for? So I think just give us one last movie, give us one really good one. Take your time with it. We don't need it to come out this time next year. Do do exactly what you did with spiral. Give us, Two or three years Careful in between what you say these there. movies. I know. I was no, like, no, 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 no. What you say there, bud? No, 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 no. No, after no after Spiral, we didn't even want to see another one of these. And they did the smart thing where they were like, you know what? We're going to go back to basics, and we're going to get, we're going to really develop this script, and we're going to find we're going to work hard to make a good movie this time. Okay, and so you mean I after Spiral, not after with Spiral? Okay, because yes. yeah. okay. you're just like, yeah, repeat. I was like, please, God, don't you say said that. Said with <laughs> Spiral. Yeah, yeah with, with the opposite, ending of Spiral. I mean, do the opposite of what you did with Spiral. Yes. And yes. Same formula after Spiral. Yeah. There, there you, go. you go. Okay. Okay. We got there. Yeah, I yeah. feel like. It's like I'm excited that we got a good one and that makes me nervous about wanting another one because it's like, okay, because this is kind of for me, it's like I'm scared of the Saw 6 effect where like I remember Saw 4 and Saw 5 wasn't a huge fan of those and then Saw 6 came and I was like, oh, wow, this is like a great return to form. I love this. And then Saw 3D happened and I was like, oh, fucking all right. Um, So I really don't want that to happen again because I think Saw X, it was definitely it's definitely probably in the top three or four Saw movies for me for sure. I'd have to rewatch the second and third movies to really kind of like confirm that, but I, it's super strong and it's easily the best Saw movie since Saw 6. Um, but like, I just don't want this to get even more convoluted if we're going to like make more movies in between some of the earlier movies because I think it's going to be at that point where they're going to start, I don't know, blending things that shouldn't be blended together or they're going to kind of like negate certain things that happen in those movies and it's going to get really blurry and I don't really want that to happen. Um, but like, if they do plan to do another one, just I hope they think it through and they actually take you know a smart approach like they did with this one because i think this one was a great return to form yeah i would say if there is one area i would love to see them delve into delve into the relationship in the next one delve into the relationship between jigsaw and gordon uh post saw one and yeah, how that they relationship the shit up. out of that they rushed yeah, it. oh, was so that the bad dude at the post credit scene no no, no. gordon is uh, like the guy in the first movie he cuts off his foot Oh, 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 okay. I see what you mean. Yes. Yeah, you never saw yeah. Saw 3D, so you I didn't agree. see like the big fan service reveal. Oh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, because like they actually had fleshed that out. That would have been cool, but they basically rush it in like five minutes and it's like, oh, okay, great. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I hope they take a smarter approach. But uh, what would we give this uh, installment out of five pints, guys? What are we feeling? I'm going to go four. Four, I like four and five pints. Look at that. Look at that. It's okay, nice Andres. There you go. 
Oh, man. I mean, honestly, when I came out of the movie, I was giving it a three and a half pints. But the more we've talked about it, the more I start to like it more and more. And it's definitely one of those that has sat really well with me, um, especially after watching uh, some of the previous Saw movies back to back. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go all the way with it. I'm, I'm going to give it a four out of five pints. Wow. Well, I'm going to stick with a three and a half. <laughs> Um, I really enjoyed it. I don't think it's perfect, but I really enjoyed this movie and I I really had a great time with it. It made me um, very fond for those old days of Saw and it kind of gave me that Saw feeling again, the one that makes me excited and makes me feel like it's Halloween time. So I really enjoyed it and had a great time with it. Plus one thing real quick. I have to applaud this movie for one other thing. Finally, we got a movie that takes place in the past and – they decided to not do the de-aging thing and ruin the entire movie. I was like, you know what? This, well, even though this- Amanda's haircut did not look great. Yeah. Amanda's I haircut did like, not – yeah. I was <laughs> no, like, I remember, clearly older. No, when when, when, when we wig. left the movie, uh, my sister, she's like, man, Amanda looked fucking awful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, I can't really – yeah, I can't really argue with that. Like yeah. face-wise didn't look like she aged too much, but I think the hair really ruined it. Yeah. 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 I agree. But, but, but man, for, give but it for up everything. For, well, because yeah. Jigsaw, man, he just—he doesn't age. I watched the first one. You know, well, that one—it it was perfect because you know, like you know, he's dying, so it doesn't even matter if he looks old. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, to me, honestly, I watched. But he looks you know, great. I he watched the fantastic. first, first yeah. three, and then this one, and I didn't notice that big of a difference. So, go Tobin him. Bell, crushing it yeah. always. Yeah. <laughs> I if I just call him Jigsaw instead of Tobin yeah. Bell. Jigsaw, man. Well, I mean, Jigsaw. that is who he is. He is synonymous with Jigsaw. Um, but yeah, guys, that's our that's our take on uh, Saw X. Um, let us know what you think of the movie in the comment section below. We always want to know your thoughts. And definitely let us know what you thought of the, tra- of the trailers for Wish and Argyle. And let us know what studio you think should pick up the rights to Halloween. Let us know in the comment section below. And before we head on out, where can the fine people find you guys on the interweb? Start with Nancy. You can find me at... PL underscore Band-Aid on Twitter and Instagram. That's about it for now. All right. Andre? <sighs> you no, can find me on again. Twitter and Instagram. <clears throat> I thought we were done with You can this. also thought, find okay. me on... Right. Uh, yeah, you stepped on my line there. Damn. Mm, that was intentional. <laughs> nah, there you you threw go. off his groove. Uh, threw off my groove. Well, was you it know a what? groove, though? Mm. I don't know. How about you tell me where the people can find you? Sure. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Chattelbash. You can find me on Facebook and YouTube at Chattelbash Reviews. And you can also find me on TikTok at Chattelbash Reviews. How about you, Andre? It's your turn. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> Did you even say anything? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Do it again. I don't, okay, cool. I believe you. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you it's for right here yeah it's go. right it's right there um so thank you for watching or listening to this episode we appreciate it greatly and we will see you guys in the next episode of film on tap where we've got the tap that never runs out we'll see you guys take care Bye. make your choice